Today, Cody Jones takes us through a year in review of 2018. Hey. No? Yeah, there we go. Good morning, everybody. I hope, speaking of being loved, I hope that you all felt loved as you made your way, you survived another Christmas. How many of you might have got pelted in the head by some wrapping paper at uh, Christmas morning? Uh, my son, I made purpose this Christmas to make sure I didn't have that bag of wrapping paper for all the trash. You know what I mean? I didn't want it next to me. I didn't want people throwing stuff at me all the time. But guess what? He still did it anyway. He made a point uh, to want to pelt me in the head on Christmas morning. I'm not sure that that's what Jesus meant when he came as a gift for us all, but that's what he took it as uh, on Christmas morning. But I hope that you have had a wonderful, wonderful Christmas week. And as we get ready to celebrate, can you believe 20? 19 is just hours, basically, hours away. You are in the home stretch now. You uh, have just about made it. You finished out another year. And uh, if this is your very first time here at Discover Church, I want to say thank you so much for being with us this morning. Uh, my name is Curtis Jones, along with my wife, Amy, and our wonderful and amazing set of uh, Go Team members, people that make everything happen here at Discover Church. We want to welcome you. Thank you so much for being here with us this morning. Don't forget, we are still in December. So we have our check-in challenge, and if you're not used to what the check-in challenge is, basically by you going on to Facebook or Instagram and tagging, saying that you're at Discover Church, uh, every month it changes, but for this month, the month of December, for every five check-ins, you're going to help give a book to a child in Tanzania, in Africa, so that you can get to make a difference in somebody's life, literally, by just saying that you were here. So that's so wonderful. Make sure you take the opportunity to do that. We want to thank you, and uh, guess what? If you came to listen to my beautiful voice, you're not going to hear it very much today uh, because uh, today I'm passing the microphone off to uh, somebody that I know pretty well, uh, pretty much his whole life, not my whole life, but his whole life. Uh, that is going to be my brother, Cody, who is actually him and his wonderful wife, Emily, helped to lead our 302 student ministries. He's going to come share with you this morning, and he's excited to kind of wrap out 2018 here at D.C. So give it up. Come on, give him, give him a hand clap. He has to do it. Teenagers all the time. Good morning, everybody. I hope uh, everybody had a great Christmas and a happy new year uh, to, uh, you know, like he said, a few hours away. Wow, that's crazy. Um, like he just said, um, my wife Emily and I, we help uh, run the, uh, dis the 302 student ministries here at Discover Church, which is the, uh, the youth group here at Discover. Um, and like we have a couple announcements, let me get my plug in real quick. In 2018, we did a bunch of, uh, once a month, we would do like a, um, a block party type event. And we're going to continue that in 2019. That really went over well. But the big news here for uh, 302 is that in 2019, we're going to be doing something called Seven at Sevens. And we made this totally as easy as possible for everybody to remember this. Seven at Sevens tells you what day of the month it is and what time it starts. It's once a month, the seventh of every month, that's the first seven, and it starts at seven. So it's seven at seven. I cannot make it any easier. So seven at sevens, and that's going to be a Bible study type group. Um, it's going to start January 7th, and it's going to be about an hour. And uh, the groups, uh, we're extremely excited about this, and if you'd want more information, the little redhead over here, uh, that's my wife, her name's Emily. You can either come and get her or to me, and uh, we'll be happy to help. But... 
Let's get started here. So Pastor Curtis uh, asked me a few weeks ago if I would uh, speak today. And um, when he asked me, he made one major mistake. Uh, what he said was, he says, you know what, we're going to be starting a new series starting the new year. So, so well, I'll leave it up to you. You can preach on whatever. You can talk about whatever you feel led to. Now, if any of you know me, um, I'm pretty big into uh, sports. So um, I watch a lot of ESPN and MLB Network and all that. And uh, I realize how bad my Baltimore Orioles are going to look here in 2019. And so today we're going to have a couple mics out. And we're going to discuss on how we all feel what the Orioles can do. Or, you know, like make trades to the Phillies over there. I see you, Duke. But so what the Orioles can do to become better in 2019. Does that sound good? That sounds good, right? But so I, I pitched that to my wife and I pitched that to Curtis, and, and Pastor Curtis. And he's, they're like, oh, please, please pray about that. Make sure God is really leading you to talk about this. And uh, so I did. And I said, you know what? No. No, I, I better not do that because we don't know if we have any Yankees people in here. God, God knows they, they're going to come and try to buy all my ideas just like they do in the real world. So, so instead, I went my second option, and that is we're going to take a look back on the past 2018 sermon series. All 52 weeks of the sermon series that Pastor Curtis and others uh, discussed, and I'm going to condense them into one sermon and so we should only be about three and a half hours to get through this. Um, so hopefully, hopefully y'all um, don't really care about football and your teams in the, NFL, in the playoffs. Go Cowboys. So, um, so anyway, so let's get started. So no matter how good or bad your 2018 was, uh, there's a reason why you had to go through it. Now, 2018 was extremely, extremely exciting for especially our family, but it was also extremely aggravating. It, it, it brought us a lot of joy and happiness, but also a lot of sadness and sorrow. I don't know why you went through what you did. I, I don't know why I went through what I did, but, but we're here, so God must be on our side. I, I don't, starting off the year, Pastor Curtis led the church in a, a great series called the Power of Routine series. Now, it spoke about how we often have uphill hopes, but downhill habits. Now, did, did we allow those hopes that we started the year off in 2018, did we allow them to become habits, or did they just stay hopes? I know everyone has their own list of habits and hopes that you would like to see change in your life, but hear this, everything would go so much better if you follow God's hopes and God's habits and God's ways. Start with God, put God at the top of your list, and everything else will fall into place. Romans 12:2. fix your attention on God. You'll be changed from the inside out. Readily recognize what he wants from you and quickly respond to it. Unlike the culture around you, always bringing you down to its level of immaturity, God brings the best out of you, develops well-formed maturity in you. Now, if you're coming into 2019 looking for a new start, our series, Back to the Start, was centered around just that. Hebrews 12.2, let us fix our eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of faith. Now, that, bringing it right back, it all starts with Jesus. God's on top of your list. What does God want you to want in 2019? Five or ten years from now, what does God want you to tell what does God want you to start in 2019? If you don't know the Bible, challenge yourself and find a program that guides you to read it throughout the whole year. That's a great thing. Me and my wife, Emily, and I did that in 2018. It was very difficult. Very, it was very great to have somebody do it with me because that really kept you going and kept you, um, kept you really stay in task. Um, now, the Bible app on your phone, that's what we use. It was a great app. It was a great guide for that. Uh, it gave about 
15 minutes worth of verses. You should be able to give God 15 minutes of your life. So give you about 15 minutes of verses a day that you could either read or have read to you. I liked it to read to me, but you can do it any way you want. But good news is as you follow the Bible in a year program, we all learn that if you stumble across part of the word that it's kind of hard for you to swallow, good news is there's a button on there that you can just get rid of it so you don't have to ever see it again. But, but no, but <laughs> it, it doesn't work like that, does it, guys? So in the Bible doesn't say that series, we learn that we cannot just take out certain parts of the Bible just because we don't agree with it. But we also cannot add parts to the Bible just because it doesn't, just because it doesn't back up our theology. Remember, it's not our word. It's not man's word. It's God's word. It's amazing how when you dedicate time to the word, it opens up this huge line of communication. In our series, Silence, we discussed how we have a speaking God. We need to tune out all the other voices and focus on his word. If, let me give you three points real quick for how God can speak to you. Number one is God speaks to facilitate friendship. Exodus thirty-three eleven. This is one of my favorite. The Lord would speak to Moses face to face as one speaks to a friend. That's amazing. When, when we pray, it doesn't have to be all King James-ish. You know, we don't need art and thou and die and all that. You can do that if you want, you know, whatever you want. But it needs to be more like a face-to-face conversation. It needs to be more like a, like a gumborough conversation. We need a lot of ain'ts, you know, aren'ts, and just make up the own, your own words, you know. But speak, speak to God how you would speak to a friend. Now, secondly is God speaks to give guidance, and that's huge here in 2019. Proverbs 3, 6. Listen for God's voice in everything you do. Everywhere you go, he's the one who will keep you on track. And my last point here is God speaks to provide perspective. He wants to reveal something to you, but only you need to walk by faith. Put listening ahead of looking. Now, if you allow communication to be open with God, you'll be amazed with what our God can do and how great he really is. In our series, Better, Jesus is Greater, we we learned of how great of a teacher Jesus was. Jesus did not just speak, Jesus did not speak above his followers. He he did not stress about how much more intelligent he was than they. He he instead spoke in parables or stories uh, to everyone to help them understand the point that he was trying to make. Please remember, and, and I can't stress this enough, is that when we speak to someone about Jesus, make sure to not condemn that person, but instead teach them and guide them as Jesus did. Speak to them in a way that they will understand. Now, just because we open up a line of communication by reading our Bible and praying more, that doesn't mean life's suddenly going to become perfect. In our popular At The Movies series, we watched a clip of Jurassic Park. And Jurassic Park is great and all, but what really was the focus was how monsters don't just destroy lives in movies. We all had some monsters in 2018. Sometimes the worst monsters of all starts within us and within our hearts. Now, we, we allow guilt, we allow anger and jealousy to take over our lives. Now, was anybody in here in Rehoboth yesterday? Was anybody? Nope. Oh, thank you. One. Okay, because you and me and all the other people in all other five states around here were all there together. And, um, and there's these PA plates that seem to always get in front of me. And um, for me to control my anger was just incredibly tough. And that's when you're just so happy that you have a wife like mine just saying, Cody, we have a Discover Church bumper sticker on the back of this car. 
you got to be careful what you do. And, you know, and then we just about pulled off, take it off real quick, you know. But, but, but to control that anger and control what your heart, you know, is telling you, you know, what your mind's telling you, so that way you can be the person that you truly are. Now, Proverbs 4.23 is, guard your heart above all else, for it determines the course of your life. Subdue guilt with confession by being open and honest. Overcome anger with forgiveness. I had to forgive those cars. But if you want, if you want, to, feel for, if you want to feel a huge weight lifted off your shoulders, I can't stress this enough. The forgiveness is an amazing thing. And to forgive someone and put it in God's control will, will make the biggest difference in the world to you. And lastly, tame jealousy with celebration. And we're going to get into that a little bit more later. But our heart is involved in every aspect of our lives. But it especially takes over when we talk about our family. In our Family Feud series, we spoke on this. Imagine a family filled with fruits of the Spirit. Love, joy, and peace. Now, I get it. That that's, it doesn't always happen in our house. But if we can focus our attention on God and what he says, we can handle feuds better. Create a hunger for God for your family in these three ways. Involve God in your daily conversations. Make being a part of church non-negotiable. And show how speaking and serving God can be, be fun and enjoyable. By allowing Christ to be the center of your family and friends, it will create a foundation or a legacy. In our legacy series, we spoke about giving something that will outlive you. Put Christ in the center of everything and your family and friends will follow. The goal for legacy isn't to live forever, but it's to leave something that does. Now, I don't know if you're taking notes or you have a pen or paper, but this is a great thing to write down. But a good thing to write down for 2019 is, is how will I be remembered and what legacy would I leave behind right now? Because, because you can control that. You know, right now you have your legacy. You're in complete control of your legacy. Be, be the God-fearing man. Be the mother that when something happens, the kids come running to you or the people come running to you, even though they're not your kids. You know, if you're struggling with that, if you're struggling with how you feel your legacy will be portrayed, I, I, I ask you to pray about it. Remember that your list in 2019, it starts with Jesus and work down from there. Now, some people, they ask you, how does that all start? You know, how can I begin a legacy or how can I keep momentum that Jesus and I have going? Hey, I don't even know how to share my own faith. In the You Asked For It series, we handed out these cards, a pretty, pretty great series, Pastor Chris, but we handed out these cards, and, um, and you could fill out a question and have Pastor Chris respond to your question. One of those questions was, how do I share my faith? Now, this is a touchy subject because um, Jesus is a one-way street. We get that. But explaining to people how you got there isn't. Now, it, I've seen many times, as I said before, that Christians, when we speak of their relationship with God, they begin condemning the, the, non-follower, the non-believer. But, but instead, do as Jesus did. Connect with the person. He, he never compromised his truth, but he spoke from his heart. He was sincere, and he showed that he truly cared about the person he was talking to. Share your story with people and invite them to a place to experience God. Now, that doesn't always, be, that doesn't always have to be church on a Sunday, because some people, they're uncomfortable with that to start out with. But, but take them to a Christian event or a Christian concert. You know, be creative, and remember, that was you at one time. Someone worked for you, now you need to work for them. 
Now, all of my 2018 sermon series that I've gone through uh, are great, and I love them all. But the last two I'm going to talk about are two of my favorites. Um, the series titled Filters is one that I and I believe many of us deal with um, and suffer with. We all have these filters that we look through our lives and, and that we, uh, we look through our lives to determine how good we're doing, good or bad. Uh, life is good when your friend buys a car and, uh, you know, it's, not, it's cheaper than yours and it doesn't look as nice as yours. But it all changes when he pulls up with the car that makes yours look cheaper than his and yours looks just totally overall worse than his. Now, that, that's when we need to tame that jealousy that I spoke of before and, 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 and celebrate with him. That person works for what they have. Don't be jealous and, and say, well, I don't know how he got that money, but instead celebrate with them. Now, if you believe, do you believe that if you had a little more money, life would be better? Or would a better car or house make life more enjoyable? Because if that's so, when would that stop? When do you fall on your knees and thank the Lord for the blessings that you have? Or, 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 or that you have, or, and that you have food to drink, or food to drink, you have food to eat, water to drink, you know, and a house over your heads. These days it seems like, like we all need the newest and coolest item, and that's great and all. But if the reason behind that item is determining your self-worth, then you're never going to be able to buy that. You'll never gain that satisfaction. Hebrews 13.5 says, Keep your life free from love of money and be content with what you have. For he has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. The last series to review here is um, one that many of you have a shirt for, and that's a uh, uh, 4DE, Discover Church's 4DE series. And that was to focus on supporting the community. And, and, and we can do that by, by fixing up playgrounds for schools. That was a great, you know, and, and by helping families when they're in need. And Discover Church's big main focus is that we're not just a Sunday service. And our members here are not just Sunday Christians. But, but it's a community of people who will not be afraid to get out and demonstrate the love of God. The great challenge to take hold of to start 2019 is, is how can I demonstrate the love of God through my community? We all love Facebook stories of, of people doing great things in our community, but, but don't just leave it to others. Don't just leave it to others. Make your own story. Now, I pray that each one of you, we go out of our way in 2019 to show generosity, kindness, and the love of Jesus. If we, are, we can all stand, please. And let's remember that. Let's show the love of Jesus throughout 2019. Let's worship.